Welcome to the Beastcast, episode 9? Okay, I didn't know if that was going to be funny or not. Obviously, it wasn't funny. Um, okay, everything should be good now. I Yeah, as always, I'm here with Raven Bones. That's good. That's one way to get people to turn it off. I mean, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, so this is episode nine. We we didn't really know what we were going to do for this one, but uh, we got some topics today. <clears throat> and um, as always, we got Ryan Gosling with our the greatest new Black Panther. Actually, the greatest Black Panther of all time. Yes. Um, Wakanda Forever just came out yesterday. Well, with pick- Ryan Gosling as yep. the new Black Panther. <laughs> with Ryan Gosling as a new Black Panther. And it was the most movie of all time. It was the best movie of all time. Like, I really felt like he filled T'Challa's, you know, shoes very well. Chadwick Boseman would be proud. Facts, dude. Um, as, yeah, and this is real, by the way, as you can see on screen, the screenshot from the movie. I had to, I had to take it. The reason why it looks so bad is because I had to take it in the theater, and there was, like, a bunch of people, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get caught, and I'm going to get kicked out of my movie theater. So, but, yeah, so there, there, there he is. The new, the new Black Panther is on screen. He's in the MCU. Okay. <clears throat> it was so fucking beautiful. dog shit. It was so dog shit. That movie was so fucking bad. I I genuinely was very upset with what they did with this movie because I don't think it should ever existed, to be quite honest with you. And they shit all over Tony Stark. They do. They they completely do shit all over Tony Stark. I don't know if you because Raven hasn't watched the movie, but I'm assuming you've probably looked up enough shit by now about uh, it. I've been looking up clips, yeah. So, um, to give you the rundown, so the first 30 minutes, maybe even 40 minutes of the movie are actually really good. So the first 40 minutes, it it covers, um, basically like Chadwick Boseman's death. And it's, it's really, um, what's the word? It's very like respectful. It's a very sad, scary tone. Um, you get, you do get an action scene in there, uh, to set up the villain, but you get a bunch of grieving and you get a bunch of mourning and it sets a really serious tone, which is something we haven't seen in Marvel movies in fucking like three years. So I was very happy with the start of the movie. It starts out super, you know, like respectful. And then all of a sudden they get to this point where they start making jokes and then they start like, um, they, they have to go find this person. So basically how there, there's this new Iron Man, Ironheart. It's this girl from MIT, because, of course, they just love MIT, fucking Spider-Man, too. Um, And so it's this chick from MIT, and the only reason they go get her is because apparently there is um, some vibranium machine, like or some machine that can detect vibranium, but she's the only person in the world that can make it. So basically, the other one gets destroyed, so the U.S. government needs a new one, but Wakandans don't want the people to get vibranium. So they basically like yoink this iron heart and then they have this long fight scene. And then um, these fucking water people who are the main villains who turn blue when they're not underwater. Uh, they, they, they steal the princess, a.k.a. Uh, T'Challa's sister and um, this iron heart chick. And so basically they're like, we need to kill this iron heart chick because we can't allow them to, you know, like continue getting vibranium and then they're going to be able to overpower us. So it, it ends up having this really stupid plot because if if the first machine, it gets broken, right? 
but they could have easily just like completely salvaged it and figured out how to make it. I mean, it's not like they don't have like Stark Industries or anything or any other big technology company that obviously was had the power and technology to do this considering that she was literally just like some college student. She said, she said it didn't even take her that long to make. It only took her like two months. So they could probably make one with a big enough team. You would think. So I, I don't you get, would think. I, I, so I don't get, it's just kind of like a, but then after all, I mean, Tony Stark's first Iron Man suit, you know, not even, uh, uh, What's his fuck? Uh, Obadiah's team could recreate the Iron Man suit uh, arc reactor to be small enough, even though Tony did it in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess, I guess. But um, so then, so so they go to this hideout place uh, that this chick, this basically this this Ironheart's lab, and she basically has like this mock. She basically has a bunch of Tony Stark's um, like Stark Industries Iron Man uh, concepts. And she's basically made, like, her own, like, pseudo-Iron Man suit. And uh, she flies around. And then um, when they get back to Wakanda, she basically makes a brand new Iron Heart suit. And, which, by the way, looks absolutely awful compared to Iron Man. It, I saw that. Oh, my God. It looks so fucking bad. <laughs> the face is so dog. The, the, the like CGI somebody... was bad. The CGI for the most part was good, other than that stupid uh, Ironheart stuff. Dude, that Ironheart suit looked like somebody took uh, Black Manta from Aquaman <laughs> and put it together with one of those fucking Japanese robots and then was all like, yeah, let's make it look like a ladybug. And I kind of, I actually kind of hated it. I'm not going to lie. I kind of. What's the dumbest shit? There's this new, there's an Ironheart show coming out next, at the end of next year. And um, it was setting that up, which to me is kind of sad. The best part about the entire experience, I kid you not, was seeing the preview to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Because that movie actually, as bad as the last one was, this one actually looks like it could be semi-okay. It sets up a really stupid plot line, but it looked very beautiful from the from the uh, trailer. But other than that, the movie was pretty dog. And then eventually she be you know T'Challa's sister becomes the Black Panther. Um, and then also I guess spoiler alert because I'm spoiling the, the real movie. woman king. She fucking this this goddamn lady. She so she drinks like the this her I think I don't even know what she drinks. She must either drink, like, Black Panther serum or she drinks, like, T'Challa's blood or DNA or something like that. And she she merges in, so she can become a Black Panther, like, the protector of Wakanda. And instead of meeting her brother in the lineage of other Black Panthers or the Black Panthers before her, she meets Killmonger. And she's like, oh, you're bad. You're evil. And he's like, no, I get shit done. Your brother was too noble. Don't be like your brother. You know, you got to be like me. You want Wakanda to be safe, you got to be like me. And of course, Michael B. Jordan, you know, he's Michael B. Jordan, so it's whatever. And then, um... Yeah, the, that's the, what throws the whole thing off. The, the queen dies, and so then they're they're left without a leader. Um, And then they had this plot point. You remember that one guy that we talked about should be Black Panther, you know, afterwards? Yeah. So they made him into the stupid all-men-are-bad characters where he's just kind of a douchebag who, like... Uh, talks talks down to the queen and talks down to all the women uh but he does okay i thought they were gonna have him be like that the entire movie he um 
eventually towards the end of the movie after he fights the guy with wings on his ankles spoiler alert that's the main villain is a dude with wings on his ankles um so he he fights him and the dude whoops his ass and so then he's like all right um maybe i need to rethink my life so then he kind of gets a redemption he kind of becomes more of a really noble humble guy who like is really just trying to become like a, a strong supportive leader when they're in a time of no leadership and it sets him up to be like a, a either a really good king or or something like that of wakanda but that kind of pissed me off that they even started with him being like that and then um yeah so the movie ends with her basically not following killmonger and saying you know what i am going to be like my brother i'm going to be super noble which of course it's going to lead to the downfall and then um T'Challa's, uh, T'Challa has a son, apparently, um, that's living in Haiti, and, of course, the Black Panther, the protector of Wakanda, goes to Haiti, because why not, you know, she goes to Haiti, and, and, and that's where she ends the movie, on a beach in Haiti, with trash burning in a bin, so, um, uh, it sounds like the dumbest crap in the world, yeah, and there's no end credit scene, there's only a mid credit scene, and, um, it just says Black Panther will return, which is kind of sad, because I was at least hoping that they would maybe shill something more interesting than Black Panther. I don't know how about you know her you know his uh, what was her name Shiri Shiri yeah or yeah her? yeah what okay sorry I don't care if I butch it uh if you know she became her own thing like because well, she, she showed she, the ability so, to create shit well, I okay, thought hold she on, was going to become Ironheart. So, so she, so, okay, so she has a really big role in the movie. She's the one that saves, basically the queen goes to Shiri, who's living in Haiti, helping children become smart or something like that in the school. Like, she's basically educating people. And uh, the queen goes, we need you, Shiri. Uh, we need, we need our, the T'Challa sisters gone, and we have nobody else. So she basically rescues them from, from the uh, underwater city where all the, um, all the bad people are in this guy with wings on his feet or on his ankles is, and she's kind of, she has a really good badass role. And then, um, uh, the girl T'Challa's sister makes, um, makes her this really cool armor suit. That's kind of like a, like a black Panther esque suit. And she, and she has like a really cool, like gun attachment to it. And it's kind of, it's kind of fire. She kicks a lot of ass, but that's kind of all she has. That That's her role is she just kind of kicks a lot of ass. She she does do um she's definitely one of the better characters in the movie, and funny enough, T'Challa's sister isn't even actually that bad. I would say that she did okay in the movie. She's not a bad actor, but um, the that it the story really just falls flat because you have a bunch of semi okay actors getting forced to shill this really shitty plot and really shitty dialogue. For example, the um the main the main leader of the Wakandan army, that bald lady, you know, remember her, she, yeah. they, she basically, her character, who's supposed to be like this, you know, basically very serious, you know, character, she ends up joking around and having, uh, like, jokes with the princess while they're on, like, a really top secret mission that could basically, it, it's gonna, it's gonna affect, like, Wakanda forever, and they're basically just fucking around saying, like, oh, Apple iPhones, they're so, so primitive. Ugh. and it's like oh my god dude and then of course she gets stripped of her title because she loses the princess and then um then then uh the princess or black panther makes her 
one of the other makes her the other really dope suit so that she makes like two suits she gives one to shiri and then gives one to her and so they basically get to kick a bunch of ass at the uh, at the end of the movie but yeah and then and then yeah it was just you have a bunch of really good actors that i felt like were probably like just told like all right this is what you're gonna do this is how you have to do it Here's yeah. what I would have felt would be more believable, okay? Even though we all know they had to replace Tony Stark at some point, okay? I would have felt that the bringing about of Ironheart should have been done in two ways, okay? They could be two different ways, but here's how I thought that it should have been done. One, in Captain America's Civil War, it's showing that Tony Stark funds a lot of uh, bright students projects and clearly Tony Stark is literally all over the place like this dude is building apparently bar shacks with the Hulk in his isolated beach house and then somehow halfway across the world doing all these conventions and stuff like for me personally. I thought it would have been nice to see them bring back Robert Downey Jr. for some, like, you know, flashback moments from before Endgame, like, because they had five years before, you know, they, you know, beat Thanos again. Well, well and um, I, so, so she does, so she is part of that, <clears throat> there's a, she mentions, like, her dad um, was this mechanic, and that's why she basically got to tinker around with stuff. It's kind of stupid. Uh, that she's so like smart and good with technology, you know. I guess it's whatever, you know. People are just gifted, but um, she did say that she got the only reason she's able to go to MIT and like pay for it is because she was chosen for one of the Stark grants. Uh, one of the oh, yeah. so so she is under Tony Stark's technically lineage, um, because they I think she's under I don't she only mentions it briefly, but if I remember correctly, she basically said that like. They're they're setting her up to pay for her college so she can go work at Stark Industries, basically. So, um, my theory is they're gonna set up the Ironheart show with her meeting Happy and, um, and and it's gonna show the legal part of um Stark Industries because you know at the end of Spider Man No Way Home they got into some serious shit with the um with uh the the spider suit and all that and all the other illegal shit that Stark yeah. Industries was doing. So I think it will probably okay. the show will probably focus on that and then um, her taking over Stark Industries, which I don't know how I feel about that. But okay, well my my thing is is that we have an entire five year gap of Tony Stark having a daughter that grows up and everything else. <clears throat> that that is true. since there were people being funded by him, I'm pre pre I don't know how many of them lost to Thanos' snap. Obviously, they can make it to where she wasn't one of them that he would have obviously seen like oh hey look because you know he has his nose in anything like tony stark is the embodiment of the cia or the nsa all by himself he would have been like oh look here's this really talented girl doing shit bringing back robert downey jr to ha show that within those five years before fighting thanos again he had mentored her a bit because he saw her obvious potential and pushes her into the you know, direction of, you know, her looking up to Iron Man. And then then they show him like the Iron, you know, the Iron Heart uh, show how, you know, learning of his death really got to her and how that is meaning that that, you know, maybe all that time they spent together was him 
encouraging her to take up his mantle, like something that gives a nod rather than just taking over his fucking company because she got a scholarship. Yeah. And, um, well, there is a th- rumor that Robert Downey Jr. is signing another contract with Marvel. Um, and the only reason I would see that happening is if they use that stupid multiverse bullshit. Um, which is going to end with the Mar- the Avengers movies in 2025. So fucking three years from now. And, um... I guess I don't know. <clears throat> I th- do you think Downey Jr is too old to continue playing the role? Nah, they we have such advanced technology to where if they need to make him look a bit younger, they can do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they already fucking We're not expecting him to do any action scenes. We like the Tony Stark of the Iron Man. So like Tony Stark being in a suit, saying some sassy stuff, talking to somebody and encouraging them can you know, be how they bring back Tony Stark. He doesn't need to be fighting. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't know how people are going to react with him bringing him back through the multiverse. So I hate that shit because then it just makes Endgame feel once again, like a worthless movie. Yeah. And I feel like if they try to backtrack, I mean, they're already setting up um, that there's going to be an X-Men crossover into the main universe with the stupid multiverse bullshit. Because, um, I don't know if you followed Miss Marvel at all, but Miss Marvel is basically the first fucking mutant in, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was a horrible show. Yeah, and so, they have mutants in the universe now, so the X-Men are probably gonna crash over, especially with Hugh Jackman and, um, Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool 3. But James Gunn is out of the picture now. So, I guess. No more Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think he's gonna... Do you think he's sabotaging uh, Chapter 3? Oh, or yeah. Three? I mean, he's either gonna sabotage it, or he'll actually give it the best thing he can give it, and then just leave. Because, you know, Disney Well, he's already no left. More. He's done. And they said that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is basically done. They just are doing some visual effects. Well, I know us. that he's gone, but what I mean is, like, until the movie drops, he's technically yeah. still with Marvel. Because, like, yeah. he, he has to finish all the editing and the directing and the, yeah. you know, the... But, like, once it's over, everybody's going to either see this travesty on the screen or they're going to see, like, one of the most epic well put together movies in all of marvel cinematic history and he's literally going to just be walk dropping the mic and walking away and everybody's going to be like wait no you produced the only good film after endgame you got to come back yeah and then they're gonna it's gonna force everybody to go be like well james gunn you know you directed some stuff for dc let's go to dc and then dc's like yes that's exactly what we wanted (laughs) and what's funny is supposedly um Supposedly, they didn't even, like, uh, buy out James Gunn. James Gunn, like, basically left to go to DC on, like, his own will, basically. Yep. So, um, that just shows you how much Kevin Feige uh, cares about his really good directors. Mm-hmm. Did you see that, that they wanted to hire Christopher Nolan and he told him to piss off? <laughs> no, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> they were, They're not they, even good they, enough to kiss well, his they, ass. They wanted to... <laughs> They wanted to, well, supposedly they said that he has 
has well because he directed one of the best uh superhero trilogies of all time and they wanted him to do a trilogy of um i don't remember what movie character it was but he basically told him to fuck off he said piss off yeah because if he even tried they're gonna be in there going oh wait no you can't do this the studio wants you to do that and well that's his like... whole thing is he likes to have full control over everything and that's also the thing with James Gunn, too, is James Gunn doesn't really like when people start fucking with his shit. And then when Marvel, I remember, I think it was with Volume 2, God damn it. I think it was with Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy. They kept, like, backtracking everything he wanted to do, if I remember correctly. Like, every single time he'd storyboard, they'd be like, we love that, we love that, but what if? And then it got to the point where he was just, like, over it. <clears throat> but So sad. Yeah, Christopher Nolan did say that he would love to direct in the dc universe again um he said batman would be fun um but um he would only do batman with christian bale and he said that he would he wouldn't mind doing another superhero movie at some point but i think he's working he's trying to finish up oppenheimer right now so um mr manhattan and then from there i guess whatever else is left now, the second way to bring about Ironheart would also have been same premise, five years of stuff. We don't know what happened in between those five years where with Shuri, where Tony Stark obviously would have at least visited Wakanda once or twice or Shiri would have like reached out like you can make it to where Shiri would have reached out to Tony Stark and them have like oh well you know you can do this you can do that look at your vibranium blah 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 make up Tony Stark intelligent conversations with Shiri where they're talking about technology and you could have made it to where even Shiri becomes Ironheart herself based off of like finding somebody who is as smart as her like Tony Stark you know just you know telling her his story and how he came to be and what he did in the cave and how you know you know lead have dialogue that makes his end game story feel even more emotional and then like he obviously dies and sherry is like yeah i can be ironheart but i'm gonna do it like the vibranium way and then make her the ironheart like it just feels so dumb to have this chick it just comes out of nowhere and is all like, hey, look, I'm a really good mechanic, but like I've never really looked up to Tony Stark. I'm just like cocky. I can exactly. Do it. That was the one thing is, is it seemed like they wanted to push this uh, black Bronx character more than they wanted to push like an uh, uh, underlidge of Tony Stark. And well, that can be an interesting plot line. There's already a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that already lives in the Bronx and is black and is a really good superhero and it's fucking miles morales it's literally a spider-man spinoff you don't need to have a stupid iron man spinoff when you already have a really well-written character that you could do so much with that's so liked by the community like the marvel community all around the board really doesn't mind miles morales they love they a lot of people really like him it's a because yeah. it is it's a it's an interesting character concept but <clears throat> i find it i i found the miles morales game it, it was underwhelming because, you know, it's just basically a DLC of Spider-Man, but it was good. It was great. I, I thought I thought it was really interesting, and they don't need to fucking pull this stupid 
uh, plot line for Ironheart, they could have just easily... I'm hoping, I'm hoping... You know, we always say this about Marvel and they never do it, but I'm hoping they just backtrack it and just make her, like, full-blown, like, trying to become a student of Tony Stark, basically, of his of his ways. Even though he's gone and he's dead, you know, trying to live up to that. Because you can't be Iron Man and, and not be living up to Iron Man. Like, that's not how it works. I mean, mm-hmm. they tr- they basically tried that with Spider-Man giving him full access to all the Stark Industries bullshit. And look at where that got him. So, I mean... One of my hopes was that they followed a concept that is shown in a comic somebody made where um, Tony Stark actually adopts a daughter. Well, is Ironheart even a comic book character? Yes, Ironheart. They literally just came out with an Ironheart comic book before the movies. Okay. I believe that there might be some really old comics. See, this books. actually looks good, though. See, that looks better. That looks a whole lot better. Then, then what? Where was it? This bullshit, dude. This, this literally like, is is a toy. This is literally a toy. That looks so fucking bad, dude. Oh my god. This is what we're gonna get, dude. Yeah, look up the MCU one. Oh my god, dude. See, like, we could have actually had a decent Ironheart suit, but instead we got a shitty fucking... Like, the pink when, on black is kind of sick. Like, like for example, when Tony Stark in the first movie builds the first Iron Man suit, he, he obviously did it with a box of scraps, okay? So it was going to look clunky and retarded, okay? Like it was meant to be. But when he got back... He made it the best he could. And when he got back home... He took this he he decided that rather than changing the overall look of the suit, he basically slimmed it down to the Iron Man suits we got now, but keeping the helmet that resembled that very first, you know, build. It had it had its like trademark. When I see this new Ironheart suit in this Wakanda Forever, I'm like, I'm not seeing a backstory. I'm not seeing like an inherited look. I'm not seeing like a like um something that speaks to this woman's culture like i would have you know like you know they could have made it look black and yellow i have black and gold i have no idea something that makes it be like yeah this definitely hails back to like her in the bronx type of thing i think the black on pink doesn't look too bad i think they should have just stuck with that I, well, I, I'm I'm just giving out like you know because I'm sure that she would have listened to like different types of music you know she would have like for example Tony Stark made it uh, red and and yellow because he saw a hot rod on his desk that he really liked and it's like I you know I was like I'm not seeing the um, personalization of the suit I yeah, guess is a better that, way that, that's there's the no thing. personalization there's no personality to the character of the suit yes. I'm was watching it, was, a discount Black Manta. Yeah, was was it um Sp- or Spider-Man? Was it Iron Man one where they had the back in black ACDC song? Yeah, that was it. it I don't even remember what the scene is. Isn't it when he first shows off the suit? It fucking down there, and it's like oh dude, no, that's, that's the beginning. The the back in black is the beginning of the movie when he gets shot in the Humvee. Oh oh okay okay. I couldn't remember what part because I remember when they when he first uses a suit. There's a song that plays. I thought it was that, but I think I'm just stupid. Iron Man oh, no. two, 
I I remember watching that a long time ago. I remember Whiplash being the main villain. I don't remember much about it other than that Elon Musk is in the movie at one point. A and, small port, a small second, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, Tony Stark, we should talk about it. And he goes, yeah, good. And just walks away. I also, I also, honestly, I think I like that idea more than I like the, uh, the nanotech bullshit. Like the, where he has to, like, put the suit on, you know? <clears throat> like it drops in the briefcase. Yeah, like the briefcase turns into the suit. Yeah. That, yeah. And he puts and, it on. And then in Iron Man 3, they change it to where he can just do the tap of it. Because he, he, he puts the heart, like, doesn't he, he binds the heart to him or whatever, right? What? Yeah, no, doesn't, isn't that, like, the whole thing where he has the heart on him at all times, so he can just click the, the, the thing and then, like, turn into Iron Man? It's not an Iron Man 3. Which Iron Man is it, then? That's, like, that's, um, Avengers Infinity War. Is it? Is it really that yeah. late? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, Infinity War is the first time he has the nanotech. In Iron Man 3, he has the Iron Man uh he has an Iron Man suit that uh self-assembles on him into many different pieces. Oh, okay, okay. God, that it was really could... it was really that late in the MCU. Holy. Holy Yeah. Holy. The nano suit only See, came in in Some into things Infinity just War. don't make sense to me like time-wise. Like Ant-Man came out in 2014. I thought Ant- I swear Ant Man came out, and Ant Man and the Wasp came out in like twenty seventeen, and so I mean that makes sense because you know the stupid snap bullshit. Two thousand fifteen is Ant Man. I thought it was twenty fourteen. No, it's twenty fifteen. See, I don't even have the dates right, dude. No, I do. You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking. Funny enough, I wasn't even thinking of a Marvel movie. I was I was looking up when all the John Wick movies came out, and I couldn't believe that John Wick Chapter One came out in twenty fourteen. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. There is no fucking way. Because John Wick Chapter 2 came out in 2017, and then Parabellum came out in 2019. So it's been a good three years. It's going to be, like, roughly four years without a John Wick by the time Chapter 4 comes out. So I guess people are ready for it again. I'm getting hyped for John Wick, though. I am. Um, I can't wait. Maybe we should go see it in theaters. When was the last time you saw a movie in theaters? Um, Avengers Endgame. Really? It's been three years? Yeah. Dang. I don't really go to movies unless I know it's a movie that I want to go to the theater for. Did you get hyped during Endgame when, what, the first time you watched it? When you, when you saw the big battle scene? Uh... I I actually I was actually more hyped about finally seeing Captain America wielding the hammer than I did. Oh. The... <laughs> that was fucking fire. I mean, seeing everybody finally show up because they did snap their fingers, and I was thinking, damn, didn't like the Hulk snap the, f- the you know use the gauntlet? Like why were like you would have expected somebody to show up by now, and then to actually see them show up with all the portals because Doctor Strange is giving them all the portals. I was all like, ah, yes, here we go just in time like i was i did i did unironically get a few chills during that first time seeing it on that big ass screen and you know but to me what actually gave me the most chills was not even like the rushing of everybody or even the showing up of everybody in the portals it was captain america wielding the hammer 
doing the best fucking choreography we've seen yet in a Marvel movie with his shield using it and having that moment finally come about and then having his shield basically chopped in half and even after all that he gets up and lives up to who he is as Captain America you know and that whole I can do this all day type of attitude and he's literally standing there in front of Thanos and just an army of things ready to rip him apart and he's like yes I will face them all alone with this hammer that big shot that you can pause a mo the movie on before the portals open up is probably one of like the best like cinematic shots that you can find because it's just one man against an army that's kind of where I got the chills yeah it was I, I remember because me and my friend Charlie were really big and hyped and and our movie theater was super is super small it only has three theaters in it and every theater was Avengers Endgame and they were all booked out and um so we got into the third theater and we were like the last two people and we were like all crowded up and dude I just remember the fucking the the um the scene when when all the portals open up. Dude, me and him just looked at each other, and I kid you not, there's tears coming down his face. Because he's a really big Marvel fan. Uh, and he was, like, a superhero fan, I should say. He's a he's more of a DC guy. He loves the Flash. But I remember, I swear, dude, there's tears coming down his face. Funny enough, the only time that the movie theater was ever that packed again... um, well, I can only think of two times. Um, <laughs> funny enough, you're never going to believe this, but the first time, it was episode 9 of Star Wars. It would have been that same year. It would have been that same year about seven months later, or eight months later. No, about seven. Yeah, about eight months later, because that movie came out in April. And then that one's December. So, yeah, it was about eight months later. And um, I remember everybody going nuts. And we had, like, all three theaters almost were, were all packed full of people going to see Star Wars. And then um, the only, And then the only other one that got close was No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, they 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 had two theaters rented out for that one, and they were completely booked. So, <clears throat> that was uh, yeah. yeah. In No Way Home, I gave me chills to too. Much. Yeah, the last time I went to a okay, so here's my movie theater. Here's my movie theater um, uh, history. Uh, Endgame, Infinity War, and then wait. Didn't you go see Joker in theater? Uh, no. Oh. Oh wait, yeah, I did. Okay, so Endgame, Joker, both no, in twenty nineteen. No, 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 no. No, Joker would have came afterwards. So the last movie you saw was Joker, because Joker came out in November that year. I know. I'm going backwards. Okay. So the re the most recent was Joker, then Endgame, then, then uh. Before Endgame, it was Infinity War, and then it was uh, the Battle of the Five Armies with the Hobbit, and <laughs> then it and then it was Godzilla. <laughs> oh, jeez! So you have this big gap, by the way, five years. So I went from Godzilla in Battle of the Five Armies to infinity war which is three years and then of course end game right afterwards and like i only did that because i knew i thought infinity war infinity war didn't let me down but i wanted to see infinity war 
wait, no, I'm a liar. I never saw Infinity War in theaters. I pirated the uh, camera version somebody had of them being in the theater, which <laughs> felt just as good. <laughs> because for some reason, watching the movie on a crappy cam footage, well, actually having the theater in view of the camera footage I was watching made me feel like I was there. So I'm a liar. No, Whoa. it literally it literally goes from 2019 to 2024. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize her name was that. Miss Nigga. The Nega. Come on. Get it Nega. Right. I, okay, so so the reason I bring this movie up because so we have we have our our theater and then we have a theater in Wilmer. Uh that one's been kind of dying, but that's a bigger theater. This was the last movie I saw in that theater. I have vivid memories of going to this movie. And this movie I remember Never seen it, it. is not too well liked liked, but I loved it. It's a really, it was a really fun movie for me. This was, this would have been right before, um, Star Wars. It was, it was a fun yeah. movie. It was a fun movie. Um, it's Brad Pitt, so it's always got something good. The, yeah, oh, I never watched any of it. Dude, do you know what movie I forgot to put on my top Tony list that I wasn't even thinking about? I wasn't what? even thinking about Bullet Train. I totally forgot this movie came out. I love this wow. movie. Wow. You're an idiot. I am an idiot, dude. This movie was so good. It was. I want, I want, I want more because there, there is a you, the guy, the director, or not the director, the uh, author of this book, has a has a novel series with Ladybug, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, man. It's kinda... Okay, so basically, I was wrong. So there's actually a five year gap. I went from in Endgame, which is 2019, and then. Before Endgame uh, and Joker in 2019, the last time I was in a movie theater was like 2014. So a five-year gap of never going to the movies. Mm. And then I watched all three Hobbit movies in the theater. And that's the only time I ever watched a trilogy in the theater. Other than that, I didn't, I'd never go to movies. You watched all. all three Hobbit movies in, in theaters? Yeah. I watched... Um... I watched the first two How to Train Your Dragon movies in theaters. You did? I did. I was really young when the first one came out. It would have been 2011, I think. 2010. Yeah, I was quite young. I think I was We're only... We were a little springing. Yeah, I was only like six. And I remember I actually really liked the movie because I liked how the... Uh, what's his name? Is it Toothless? I, th yeah. I liked how I liked how he looked. He looked kind of cool. Looked like a cat. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of it, it was an interesting concept. I know, like the I remember you were talking about that the the uh, work that it's based off of is not very kid friendly, but it's not, <laughs> <laughs> not in the slightest. A, a a movie I really want to see. I want to see a good God of War movie. I'm scared they're gonna fuck it up. I don't think so with Sony. I don't think so. Well, Sony, yeah, Sony like, always does really of... good. Sony always does really good adaptations of their movies when they have direct control over it. See, like when they source it out to Warner Brothers, like they're doing with The Last of Us. I know that's well. Okay, so first off, the, I have so many problems with The Last of Us. It, the biggest one, ooh, the the only one I I I don't. I the only big reason that I I I can't stand by The Last of Us movie. Or, or TV show is why does it need to exist in the first place? 
Like, really, why does it need to exist? We've had this game, like, completely remastered, like, six times. And not to mention, they there's so many, like, cinematic versions of it where where you can just basically fuck all the gameplay and you can just watch the cinematics. I mean, you could argue that it's going to bring it to a wider audience, but I don't really think they need to. And also, I don't, I don't really like the casting for the movie or for Me the neither. TV show. I think what is it? Is Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he he works well in that role. I liked him in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four because he was kind of stupid. I did, but too. I, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. My thing with it is you got to look at it as not giving a fuck type of movie. He it's was not, great as the Mandalorian too. He was amazing as a Mandalorian too. I love that. He was actually on the screen. Otherwise it was somebody else in the suit. Yeah. Um, I, I remember he got pissed off and he left didn't he, he said he'd, he, they could still use his voice. He'd do the voiceover, but he wouldn't be in the suit anymore. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it was after season one. After season one, he said that <clears throat> he would provide his voice for the the voice lines, but he would not. Um, he would not do anything else. I, you know what though? I think I, I don't, I can't see anybody else playing the Mandalorian. Really, he his voice is so synonymous with that character. I love it. They wanted to. Um, they're they they wanted to. There's a rumor that they're doing a um Star Wars Battlefront three game. And there is a leak of a Mandalorian, uh, like hero, because they they have heroes like uh in Battlefront two. So I'm assuming they're gonna do it similar. And to me, I was just like, I don't really see that. I don't really know if, like, they're gonna fuck it up, like unless Pedro provides his voice. But most of the time, they don't get the actors. The only person that that voice acted themselves in um, in in the in the Star Wars games in the Battlefront games was Boba Fett. Boba Fett is voiced by the main actor. That is so dope. Yeah, he also he also said that he would voice all the clones too. So they had him do like thirty five hours worth of lines of clone work. He 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 he's the goat. He he is honestly the goat. Cause cause my you could... fear. Oh, go ahead. Is I don't know where they would start with the God of War movie do you want them to start with like him killing the greek pantheon yes 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 i think the greek pantheon um well then first off first, first well first off first off the the thing is is not necessarily that north mythology doesn't sell well but greek mythology sells a lot better movie wise well they're gonna fuck it up well i mean god Zeus will be black hercules well, will be you mexican don't necessarily know that i do I feel like if they did it, if they were going to do it, Sony, because Sony doesn't usually fuck it up that bad. I mean, look at the Uncharted movie. They they casted, they casted properly for that movie. They casted a less than masculine Nathan Drake, Tom Holland. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, but Tom Holland really fits in that role, though. He is literally like. The characters he plays are like the living embodiment of Nathan Drake. Also, having Tom, you can you really blame them considering that Tom Holland is like one of the biggest actors right now too? That movie was gonna that movie was gonna sell th like a thousand times better if he was Nathan Drake, and he doesn't even do a bad job. Like I was kind of sketched at first too because I was like, 
I don't really know if it's going to work, but it, it does work quite well. Because he's still young Nathan Drake. He's he's not like, we're not at Uncharted 4 yet. I mean, Nathan Drake technically in the games is built quite big from the beginning, but by the time he gets to Uncharted 4, he's pretty massive. But compared to the early games, the early games, Nathan's not necessarily scrawny, but he's not big. He's He might be taller than Tom Holland, but he's not like bigger. So, I mean, I think it, I think it works fine. I think they, I think if they want to continue the Uncharted movies, I think they need to get they 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 already brought up the ring in that end credit um scene for the movie. So they they have they have the start of what they needed to bring in because if they weren't eventually they have to bring in they have to bring in that ring and they have to bring in um. What was her face? Um, Elena. They have to bring in Elena at some point. Because Elena really... Well, first off, Elena made the first game and the second game. And not having her in the first movie at all kind of was a was a Debbie Downer. But we had Chloe instead, which I guess Chloe's all right. But... I don't know. I... Did you play all the Uncharted games? What? Did you play all the Uncharted games? No. What? Which games have you played? None. Really? Even though they're they're on PC now? Yeah, I didn't haven't gotten around to them yet. Oh, you should uh, you should definitely play them because they're really worth it. But did you watch the Uncharted movie? No. Oh. Well, yeah. Once you once you play the Uncharted games, you should watch the Uncharted movie. I kind of have Spider Man fatigue right now. Oh yeah. Are you are you hyped for the Spider Man game though? Uh, the new Spider Man game coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hyped for it. Uh, it it sucks because I don't think is it I don't think it's gonna release on PS4. So and I mean sucks. you don't you don't even have a PS4, but it's gonna be tough for you to play it. I would lend you my PS5 if you wanted to play Ragnarok, but, um. No, thanks. Yeah. I can just buy my own console. See, it, this actually segues perfectly. So, the PS5 has been out for two years now, okay? And, um, two years to this day, technically. Um, pre-order started today for the console. So, um, in two years... We have gotten Sony. Well, okay, so it's kind of weird. So you know how Sony kind of is like really different compared to like what end of the spectrum they're on. Like when it comes to movies and stuff like that, they're very, they're you know they're usually pretty good. Their music, you know, they're a little tight, but they usually produce really good music. And then their games are kind of like separate, you know, like PlayStation's mm-hmm. kind of its own little thing. So Sony, uh, PlayStation wise has kind of went down the drain in a sense we've gotten some really good games but other than the games we really haven't gotten much um we've gotten yeah we've gotten some really good games ragnarok just came out and is doing phenomenal um we had miles morales we had the demon souls spider-man we had the demon souls remake horizon forbidden west horizon zero dawn remake um, we had all these games, and plus the PSVR two. Yep, Ratchet and Clank new game, and the remaster of the old one. Um, 
And we had, well, no, Psychonauts 2 was Xbox, wasn't it? But, um, so yeah, we've had a lot, in the Ghost of Tsushima uh, director's cut. That's, that, a, that's, a, that's a lot of games you're listing off there. Yeah, so these are, these are their, um, the, these games were very fire. They're all Sony exclusives, and they all have sold pretty well, and they're all, and they've all came out within like the last two years. Death Stranding. Death Stranding, Returnal, um... Yeah, there, there yeah, is... and they all sold very well for yeah. two years of the console being out. That's not bad. So Sony has sold about twenty three million consoles in two years, which that's um, awesome. Which is in line with the PS four, but the thing the thing that's going to differ from the PS four, um, is so the PS four was the opposite of PS two. So I'm I I consider myself a PlayStation historian. Okay, yep, I know. Um, so the PS2 and the PS4 were the, the PS4 was the closest contender to the PS2 sales of all time. So the PS2 is, is the most sold console of all time. It's 144 million units sold. And, um, to put that into perspective, the PlayStation 4, you know, like everybody and their mom had a PS, has a PS4 at this point now, you know, right? At least somebody like somebody's got one sitting around. Yeah. That only sold 110 Mm -hmm. million. So to put that into perspective, back in the day, I, and you had a PS2, didn't you? Yeah, I had a PS2. Yeah, yeah. See, a lot of people had PS2s. Um, less people have PS4s because you know I think the thing that came around with the PS4s problem, there's a lot of factors, but one of them was PC gaming became a lot more popular, uh, and it wasn't just mm-hmm. like you had to choose a console anymore to game. But with the PS4, so the PS4 started out about how the PS5 is starting out. It was selling about 10 million a year, which is really good compared to Xbox's numbers, which are about like five to six million a year. So they're making about double the sales of Xbox and Microsoft right now. But the thing is, the PS4 took off around 2016 when um, they, I can't, when they announced that PlayStation, what was it? PlayStation Plus was going to become cheaper and it was going to become like better overall and then xbox that same year completely fucked it up and made the um xbox the first the first upgrade to the xbox and they were shilling that and so basically everybody was like well fuck xbox you know because the first xbox sucks you know and then now this xbox one sucks too so then everybody started buying playstation 4s and then the xbox kind of got fucked over and then with the new one i don't even think people realize that there was a new xbox because it has like the exact same name as the Xbox One, the Xbox Series X compared to the Xbox One X the or whatever. Xbox One X. Yeah, like it, it's in. Also, they got to figure out their naming. Like Sony has the best naming. One, two, literally. three, four, five. <laughs> literally, literally, and Nintendo even gets wacky with it. Nintendo's is so wacky. The Wii was goofy. Why? What's what's the deal with Wii? The the name Wii doesn't even mean anything. Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance, Advance. SP, SP, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Color, Nintendo sixty four, Game Cube, okay, no, no, no. the Nintendo sixty four, Wii U. The only one that the only ones that make sense of Nintendo's consoles of all time is the N sixty four, the SNES, and the NES. The first one, Nintendo Entertainment System. It does exactly that. It's Nintendo's Entertainment System. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System does the exact same thing. It's just a better Nintendo system. 
And then the N64 is a 64-bit version of the Nintendo. And then from that point on, they go they go wacky. GameCube. Well, what does Game it do? GameCube. Well, it's a cube that games. What do you expect? The Wii. Little okay. tiny discs. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like, all right, so then we. All right, what does we do? Well, we would like to play with you. Well, what does that mean? Well, you mean, what do you mean, what does that mean? Just buy the console, damn it. Then the Wii U. Stick the, stick the, stick the uh, white dildo up your ass. Come on. Dude, did you ever hear that story? Way back in the day, like in 2011, before the Wii U came out, there was this guy, I think he was in Colorado, and somebody like, uh, there was like a, a, a disturbance alert. Like they, somebody called the police saying that there was like some really loud noises and like screaming going on at their, at their neighbor's house. And so the cop showed up, and um, this guy was holding a, this chick and this guy pull up, like these two cops pull up, and they knock on the door, and this guy opens the door and he has a Wii remote in his hand and they thought it was a gun and they shot him like three times. Yeah. And they like killed this guy. And I was like, damn, they really murked this dude for no reason. Like, yeah, how do you know? Not- he had the, he had the, uh, the Wii remote in that, uh, that gun accessory you could <laughs> buy for a game. No way. He's got a gun. <laughs> what is he going to do? He's going to hit you over the head with a fucking cheap plastic. No, he's going to make you play a PlayStation 2 dressed up as a Mac. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, the PS3, oof, that was rough. PS3, um, I did, so I have this um entire thing here that I did on the console wars for class um, a couple years ago. And it was, um, it, it was really interesting. So it's basically the console wars all together it's a slideshow and um it's pretty interesting it's got uh it's got like basically every single generation dude this one this one made my teacher laugh he will never <laughs> stand next to Dwayne the Rock Johnson Dude, Dwayne was kind of the beast. So for those of you who can't see, it's Dwayne standing next to an Xbox with Bill Gates. That was kind of fire. Dude, Little Big Planet. Ooh. Dude, I wanted a PlayStation 3 so bad. I had it. Because I had a PlayStation 2, and I was like, I want a 3. I want a PlayStation 3. But damn, I never got do you see, do you see the? Do you see the problem with Xbox here? All right, so let's look at this, right? So we have PlayStation yeah. 2. These are all PS2 yeah. exclusives. Well, except for Grand Theft Auto 3. And then um then we and then I think Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid eventually. How went could too. you not include San Andreas on that? So well, because I just took a picture off Google. And then and then we have this okay, so so then we have Xbox, right? So look at all the Xbox exclusives for the original Xbox. Wow. Damn, Halo? Damn, yeah. that's cool. I wonder if they'll change it up soon. Yeah, so then and then alright, so next generation. Whoa. Alright, you ready? Oh, how many of these are exclusives? Oh, wait. None of them are. Oh, wow. Minecraft, Tomb Tomb Raider, Raider. Call of Duty. Wow, Xbox. Damn. You got some good exclusives. Even Wii, dude. The Wii had some fire exclusive. Wii Sports, Super Mario Galaxy, Mario Kart Wii. Holy moly. Then then we get to the Beast. Oh, my God. The weird bait PS3 commercial, dude. You remember that with the baby? 
So, yeah, yeah so, I do. So, so there was three iterations of this. So this is the first one. This is the launch. This is the guy that could play like that had Linux on it, and had like Linux OS, and you could like it was like the ultimate system of all time. It was the most system of all time. It was like seven hundred dollars. Uh-huh. And then you have this one. Now 600. this one, this one, yeah, six hundred. So this one, this is the this is when um, Kevin Butler comes in. So there's this fake marketing guy they hired called Kevin Butler. And he basically shills the new PlayStation. And then they have this one. I had these two. I never had one of these because this was way before my time. I had one of yeah, these. The very first thick launch of the PlayStation 3 was hilarious because you could actually just open it up and grill hamburgers and, and everything. Oh, dude, you want to talk about grilling hamburgers? The PS4 Pro, I think I have a picture of it. The PS4 Pro will literally wow. this part right here. So the CP, there's the main CPU sits right here, right under this metal. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. already not a good thing to begin with, okay? You don't want a CPU sitting under metal. It will literally... it My PS4 Pro has, a, has like a divot going inward because it's melting the plastic. Because I was using it... It was getting so hot when I was using it that it was melting the plastic here. And, yeah, not the best from Sony. Yeah, and um, they... Uh, they, they Yeah, they... they yeah, they fucked up. All they that did one. was slap another patty on that triple hamburger. <laughs> I know, dude. Double hamburger. It could play 4K games, but it was so unsupportive, and but it, listen, even, it but never listen. ran in 60 frames. But listen, listen. The PlayStation 4's designs are 100% better than Xboxes. Xboxes look like a freaking DVR. But, no, so anyways, so yeah, so, so Xbox 360, so this would have been Generation 5. So you have the only, the, the biggest games. So I went by the biggest games the consoles are most known for, okay? When I was talking uh-huh. about them. So Black Ops 2, Call of Duty, Tomb Raider, and Minecraft. Those are the biggest games that were known on the Xbox 360, really. Um, other than, of course, you can Amazing. say Halo. Other than you could say Halo, but this is for more of a general audience going by sales-wise, okay? So so yeah. I tried to, I tried to get an exclusive, something like that. Okay, so let's go to PS3. You know, we got Uncharted. We got Little Big Planet. We had the they had the exclusive rights to the Battlefield games for the first thirty days of their launch. You know, stuff like that. Sony had some. It, this was a hard time for Sony when it came to exclusives, but they did have some. They had Kratos God of War in here. The Resistance. Too. Why isn't yeah. the Resistance on there? Well, I only like I said this was just for school, so I only did a couple. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, Resistance. The first three games were phenomenal. I love all three of them. Um, I love God of War. And then we get to, all right, let's go, let's go next. You, you notice, you notice a pattern with Xbox? Hmm, Halo 5, Sea of Thieves, Forza. It was so hard to find exclusives for the goddamn Xbox One, because there isn't even, and Sea of Thieves isn't even an exclusive. It's all on, all these games are fucking on play, PC now, too. That's because they combined, they, they made, made Xbox, uh, yeah. All Xbox games are now on PC, except for a few of them. And then you get to, and then you get to the PlayStation Four lineup. So look at, would you rather have this Sea of Thieves, for a racing game in Halo Five, or would you rather have Uncharted Four, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Ghost of Tsushima? Plus, God of War comes out right and after Spider-Man. this game. And Spider Man. And no, no. Yeah, I, I would obviously. And then, and then we get to. I talked about where how gaming turned into PC gaming, where you get Fortnite, Among Us, Phasmophobia, Rust. Dude. Modern Warfare. <laughs> I'll never forget the Xbox E3 conference where they're like, dude, we're bringing a revolution to games. Look Here's Minecraft so- Among Us. 
<laughs> they literally showed off Among Us for Among the new Us. Xbox console. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? My iPhone runs that shit. So um going by so so everybody was trying to tell me that my my stats were incorrect because they were so I did stats completely on um so for those of you who can't see, I have a slideshow up right now. And um basically the slideshow is talking about the winners of the console war. So I went by sales and sales alone of the console, okay? And I felt that was right because, you know, sales usually do, you know, decide who is the best of that generation. More people are going to be buying the console because it probably is just better. So going from Sony, okay, you ready? Sony, I, I, now you notice how there's 4-0 and here, okay? Even though they technically re have released five consoles, okay? And that's because... Mm -hmm. That's because I tied Microsoft. You see this one W from Microsoft here? This one W, I gave them the benefit of the doubt of tying the PS3 and the Xbox 360 since they were so close in sales. Yeah. That I decided I'd give them a tie. So Sony has caught zero L's and has caught four wins. Microsoft has caught one semi-win, half win, two losses, and Nintendo's caught three and three. And then I, I was going to put Sega on here because earlier on, because it, it, it transforms. So so it goes from PlayStation and stuff. So the original ones are really focused on Sega and um, Nintendo. So, like, for example, the Sega can what Nintendo don't. Or Genesis does what Nintendo don't, where they had, like, Michael mm -hmm. Jackson and all that shit. So, but, yeah, the, the basically the overall winners, I mean, going by this, is Sony. Sony? I would have to say, actually, that um, Microsoft won the Xbox 360 over the PlayStation 3 because you're forgetting one exclusive that they did have that carried the entire platform aside from Halo. Gears uh, of War. Gears of War, yeah. That did carry it. And I do know that, that they won because when PlayStation came out, you know, you had Xbox who was all like, hey, look, we're $400. Don't you love us? And Sony's like, hey, look, we got this six core supercomputer badass console. It's going to be eight, it's going to be $600. And back then, $600 was a fucking lot. And everybody's like, what the fuck? $600? I don't want to pay $600 for a console. It's, you know, consoles are already expensive enough. And Sony's like, yeah, but this is like a supercomputer chip and shit. And we're like, yeah, we get it, but like, we're not paying six hundred. So Xbox three sixty, in my opinion, kind of won the that battlefield. And people slowly went over to PlayStation because, as much as they loved Call of Duty, Modern Warfare two, and playing on the Xbox with all their homeboys and Gears of War, they started to see like exclusives coming out for Sony, and they were all like, "Damn, the Resistance, do I get that? Oh, God of War, do I get that?" Oh, fuck. Do I get that? Do I get this? Do I get that? No, you don't get any of that. Oh, Twisted Metal? Do I get oh, that? Oh, no. Twisted Metal, dude. Oh, my God. I forgot that existed. You just brought back so many memories. Holy shit. I, I know. I'm a, They're all, yeah. I'm a PS3 baby, so I grew up on the PS3 from the time I was... From the time I could stick my thumb out of my ass and put it on a controller, I was either playing the N64, the Wii, or the PS3. And I grew up on all the classic games that everybody's like, well, dude, you're, you're not even like old enough to remember. But that's not true at all. Because I grew up literally like that was all I did. I, when I was younger, 
all I did was play video games. I didn't fuck. I fucking hated school. I I'd fucking I literally would just play video games all day. But this number right here. Okay, so I wanted this. So so. Also, the other so, thing. No, so so um, Nintendo Switch. When I did this uh, uh slideshow two years ago, Nintendo was at seventy five million. They're, they just crossed four days ago 114 million units sold on the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch is crazy. I I have a Switch. I've had my Switch since launch, um, funny enough, and I love it. Yeah, it the, the Switch has its problems like every console does, but the Switch, dude, it's it's gonna be a contender for um it, it it's it's Nintendo's now it's now Nintendo's most sold console. It's past the game, it's past the DS. This is past the DS now. That's why this number is shocking. Because this is past the original DS in the DS Lite. So, um, we could say that this might be a contender for Nintendo's best console of all time. Yeah. And the reason why it works is because they they bring, like, funny console enough. Gaming. Yeah, they bring console gaming to the portableness but in a way that they didn't do it before and in a way that not even playstation did it before they you could you could go to work and now you can actually play skyrim on the, yes. the switch you can play like they have so many of these old you could play doom on it now like you could play you know even doom eternal like you could play so many of these new games and do everything on it to where people are all like oh yeah i can just buy this and then I don't even, you know, and then when I come home, I can just plug it into the big screen and like it's people he, are still going to have uh, other consoles, but like portability goes a long way. So and, and so the big thing for a lot of people was um, the Nintendo Switch, right? So so a lot of people were like, well, you know, that worked like when it came out five years ago, but, you know, numbers are going to stop are going to start dropping now because this console is super it's super weak compared to um to 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 the rest of the stuff that's coming around and games are only getting bigger how are they going to eventually put big games on it and so nintendo's giga chad mindset okay every all their investors were like yeah how, how are you going to get these newer games on the console i mean you know eventually the the hardware is going to kind of get outdated are you guys going to release a new console and nintendo's ceo just goes no he goes this is what we're going to do he goes are you ready he goes we're going to do a hybrid streaming game where all the graphics are, are where where fifty five percent of the textures are going to be streamed, like so they're in the cloud, they're digitally being streamed to you, okay, and you can download the textures, okay, as long as you have enough storage to do it, and so then basically the games run as like you're gonna run the game half on the hardware, and then half in the cloud. So it's basically like imagine running a disc, okay, but in the cloud. So they they've completely giga chad chatted the the system. So now they can run these incredibly large games. For example, Resident Evil Four, the remake, and Resident Evil Eight are all going to be available on Nintendo Switch now, because they 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 can do that. So basically, you know how a disc works, right? Where it like uh, yeah. so how discs used to work is they would read all the memory off the disc. Well, games started to become so big that you can't read all the memory off the disc anymore, even on an Ultra Blu-ray, which, by the way, I hate that Sony owns that. I don't give a shit why nobody complains about that. But anyway, so Sony owns that, and it only can hold about 75 gigabytes worth of data. Now, that's not bad when it comes to watching movies, but when it comes to playing a video game, you get there's a problem. Eventually, you're going to run out of storage. And so how they get around that 
is now discs will you pop it in and it will and it will basically have about half the assets but the other half you have to download in a patch they are basically doing the exact same thing on nintendo but instead of owning a disc and having to put a disc in or putting a cartridge into your game slot you now are going to download the patch and then the other half is going to be streamed like you were having a disc playing inside from the cloud and this will also this works too because now that you're not streaming the entire game it's not throttling your internet and even people with weak connections can still play the game at like about 720 to 1080p and for people who are on the go uh, those people, they can download the assets. So basically, you can basically download the entire game and then you can just run it as like this half being streamed off of this like cloud storage and then half of it being streamed. Can you play it at all without any streaming? Um. So the new games as of now, I don't think so. Because well, the new game... downside. Well, well, here's the thing though, is the Nintendo Switch is about the equivalent of a really old PS4. Like it's, 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 or no, sorry. It, it's about the, it's about as strong as an Xbox 360, it, like a final Xbox 360. So you can imagine trying to run new games on that. It's going to be difficult, even at 720p. I so, don't want to depend on streaming services to play well, my game. Well, it's not a streaming service though. Okay. Cause you're not paying for it. You're I don't want it to be game. dependent on internet either. But the thing portability is, is portability. But, but here's the thing though. I, I think with the day and age that it's it's it, it's not necessarily that even i think they even said if you're if your download speed so my download speed right now you know how mine's kind of dog shit on my download speed i could clear it you only need about like 15 megabytes download speed to to run it and then you only need like five megabytes upload speed to run it so you're I don't looking know how at I'm like get that on a plane or a bus ride or a car yeah but then see that's where the downloading bullshit comes in where you can just download this fucking i don't i i guess i don't quite understand how it works but i just know that a lot of the games like the bigger games get streamed from this like cloud service and then um the other halves get downloaded kind of like you have a disc uh nintendo did one good thing with the switch and that is making it to where the games ran off of an sd card and I think that's really cool because if they decide to iterate a brand new handheld console, they won't have to worry about the limitations of read and write because they, I think, will actually be able to unlock having mini NVMe SSDs in their console, which allow up to like, you know, 5,000, basically five gigabytes of read and write and a massive amount of storage and space, if they can harness the NVMe technology and they can put it into a handheld. And then of course the technology for handhelds has, has boosted. I believe that they can make a, a deal with AMD to take their APUs, which have, you know, uh, which are increased now to 12 gigabytes of VRAM and can run just as well as a normal dedicated GPU. If they take that APU and they could put it into a handheld system and make sure that it, it can run in a mobile form. They could dominate both console and portable gaming at once without the use of cloud streaming services. And that means that there's a lot of potential that can happen with cloud gaming services. I mean, if they enable cloud streaming services on a console like that as well later down the road, like they're doing with the Nintendo Switch, pushing the technology, I mean, they could outdo literally everyone in the market if they harness that technology.
And see, I think I think right now Nintendo's at a at a at a point because their biggest competitor right now, funny enough, is Steam. It's not even Nintendo, or, or it's not it's sorry, it's not Sony, it's not Microsoft, because the only other person that has anything remotely on online with something like a Switch is the Steam Deck, and also the the Steam Deck is a lot more powerful than the Switch is. And the Steam Deck also has room for expandable SSD storage. So um, they could easily do that exact same thing with Steam, with the Steam Deck 2, when they, when they want to drop that. Where's the Epic Games Deck? That's what I'm wondering, dude. The Fortnite machine? Exactly. <laughs> Play Fortnite at 1080p. Wherever you Fortnite go. on the go. Do you dude. know what's funny? I can do that right now on my fucking phone. I can play 1080p Fortnite with a controller on my phone because my DualSense controller connects to my iPhone. So all I'd have to do is just launch Fortnite. I could play it in 4K. I can't. I can play it in higher than 1080p. I can play it in 4K. My phone can support 4K gaming. So, um, I I could play fucking Fortnite on the go with a controller on 4K gaming. I don't think I don't think there needs to be an Epic Games deck. I do think, however. That um, the Steam Deck was awesome. It was a it was a cool concept. I think I think having uh, basically a, a portable laptop as a Switch is kind of sick. And I think that's what Nintendo needs to base if they're gonna upgrade the Switch, which they said they aren't. But you know Nintendo, they always fucking lie. They probably have like a Switch Pro coming out, which is probably gonna be about as powerful as like a PS4 or a PS maybe even a PS, Xbox like Series S. So, going by that, they obviously, they got some, they have room for potential. Because it's, it's really not, it's a tapped market. Like, they've tapped into it already, but it's not fully utilized. It's not fully tapped into. I wouldn't say it's the future of gaming, because every single time somebody says that about anything in gaming, it always is never. Fucking, um, what's it called? Fucking VR, dude. Do you remember, do you remember when everybody said VR was the future of gaming? <laughs> I laughed. <dude. laughs> remember, I remember when they thought that the connect, uh, connect dude, the connect. With, uh, oh my god, yeah, the connect. My bad. I'm gonna play good. Call of Duty on a connect. Oh my and god. It, and it came out all because PlayStation Two came out with that eye toy. Do you remember <laughs> the, the eye toy? toy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The eye toy was so dog shit too. It wasn't even. Funny enough, it's better than any version of the Xbox Connect that they've ever made. And in in the PlayStation, the PlayStation Move. Do you remember that? What the, the, Sorry. Play, the PlayStation Move? Do you remember that? That was like the PS3's oh, version yes. of the Wii. Yes, I remember the Move. The thing that looked like it had light bulbs at the end of the controller. You know, do you know what the Move turned into? What it evolved. They evolved it. The Move controllers. I kid you not. Are the are the controllers for the PSVR? They're the exact same controllers. Sony. So do you know what happened? Sony had all of these fucking. They thought the move was gonna be the shit. They made so many of those fucking dildos that they thought that it was gonna like sell super well. So they had these warehouses full of these dildos, and they're like, "Wait a minute, we can package these with the PSVR because they work just as well as as the Oculus controllers." But now they're coming out with a Move 2, which is for the PSVR 2, that's coming out in January. Which, I mean, it's it's going to be the most powerful VR, um, hardware-wise. 
and it's going to be backwards compatible with all PlayStation games that are VR games. And, and this is the best part. This is where they lost in the PSVR is the PSVR OG was not compatible on PC. So you're already losing 85% of your market. But now the PSVR 2 will be fully compatible on day lo- on day one with the PC. So you're going to have yeah, a really... That right there just fucking, yeah. Yeah. So that right there just allowed 85% more market. And it is it is expensive, but, I mean, VRs are getting to that point now where those big bundled VRs are getting fucking expensive. It's like 300 bucks for the VR 2. It's like 299 or something like that. Isn't it funny how gaming evolves and and like even though it has will you shut up phone nobody cares and that you know we evolve technology wise we try to bring the best best visuals to the screen we do everything that we can even though some companies like to screw it up like ea and ubisoft you know that they still you know we're still going or at least trying to get in a direction and then movies we're just like, eh, you know, the 2005, you know, 2007 was great. We're just going to, like, stop trying from here on out. Like, <laughs> movies, like, we'll just copy and paste things from an AI-generated script and change it into a whatever to fit a movie narrative, and we'll just shoot that. And then, you know, green screen everything. Like, isn't it funny how games have now advanced forward in the best way possible for narrative storytelling and movies, which is that's supposed to be their damn job, have suddenly just like, yeah, well, all these people are brain dead anyway, so we'll just make this bullshit. And then, you know, they come up with the worst shit possible. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of movie directors, um, LA Film School, for example, is a really good example of this. Almost 95% of graduates who graduate from L.A. Film School that get a job is not even in the film industry. It's in, it's in the video game industry. Yeah. So, um, video games, there's a really big market. But on video game news, since we, we're just going full-blown into this, um, <laughs> there, did you see about what happened with Team 17? No. So they're the creators of the Worms games, Worms Rumble and all that shit. Oh, yeah. They uh apparently are a shitty company, like horrible. Um they 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 apparently are there's a bunch of allegations now that they were being very abusive to all their employees, not just females, but males too. Um like the no. higher-ups were, were the higher-ups were fucking them over wage-wise. Um there was this guy he worked um, as I can't remember if it was studio. Pro- it was like uh, it was a high up production. It, it he was basically high up on the production chain, and he was only getting paid. And they're, so they're UK based, and so I think in US dollars he was only getting paid about twenty five thousand dollars. And he a was year? yeah a year. Holy shit. Yeah, and a lot of the wages apparently were less than $50,000 a year for most of their, like, game designers and video game employees. Um, and the higher-ups, well, well, their net profits are over, like, the millions. And their their higher-ups were taking, like, over seven figures pay a year. So um, there, there, there's a bunch of lawsuits filed against them. But Rocksteady, too, the creator of the Arkham games, 
and mm-hmm. the really horrible Gotham Knight game that came out, and also the um, creator of the new Suicide Squad game that's coming out that looked actually really good. Um, they are uh, they're the two people that were the two heads directors behind uh, behind Ark- the Arkham games uh, left this week. So, ooh, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's a sad. It's a sad week for gaming. Um, also, another thing in news wise, because we're going full blown news now. Bang Energy CEO Jack Owick is fucked. What do you do? So, um, Bang Energy is a is a energy drink company, and Monster yeah, Energy. Yeah, I see it all the time. Yeah, Monster Energy was like, "What the fuck is in this?" Because we've never heard of super creatine. So Monster Energy called them out. And they were like, all right, so sh- show us show us what exactly what, what super creatine is. Can can you, like, provide us uh, maybe some evidence or anything like that? And they were like, well, no, we're not going to – we don't have to. And they were like, okay, well, then we're going to just file this lawsuit. So then the Bang Energy CEO was like, no, 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 no. We'll show you that it's real. So he goes and makes a YouTube video where he puts this, like, shit in water. And it's not, and apparently it's not even, so, so the whole point of creatine is that apparently it doesn't absorb in water quite well, even though that's fucking bullshit, by the way, you people have to drink a shitload of water because creatine will literally dry you out of water. So he's already fucking lying to begin with. And so he's trying to say that the super creatine will basically dry it out even faster. So then monster energy was like, wait, 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 are you telling us that people that drink bang energy drinks are going to lose, um, what, like the, the amount of water they have in their body because it's going to dry them out due to the amount of creatine. He goes, well, no, 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 no. And he goes, well, then what do you mean? So they filed this $375 million lawsuit. So the U S government looked into it and they found that super creatine is completely bullshit. It's not real at all. It doesn't exist and hasn't existed at all. So they, the U.S. government put all these fines on them and said, all right, you need to recall every single Bang Energy drink by the end of January 2023, which is about roughly $3.5 billion of profit lost now. And so um, their CEO uploaded a video, and he was like, guys, he goes, this looks bad. He goes, our parent company just filed for bankruptcy, and we're in a really big lawsuit with Monster Energy. He goes, but this is a positive. He goes, this is a positive. He goes, because now this allows us to be free. He goes, this allows us to completely reform Bang into the best product it can be. And I was just laughing. I was like, buddy, you're literally losing roughly $4 billion. And your company's losing $4 billion. And your parent company's going bankrupt. And you're just going, yep, this is a positive. Yep, I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> and I'm just over here laughing. Because have you seen how this guy dresses? He dresses like a super villain, dude. He 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 literally looks like a supervillain, Jack Oleck. This guy. So so not these pictures, but he has a YouTube channel, um, somewhere. Uh, Jack. Oleck. Wait, I don't get how they can say super. Like it has to be only what Bang was using that didn't exist because super creatine does exist. And yeah. various mixes of it well, do because well, you have protein powders that use it, along with even monster themselves that have their own creatine yeah, mixes. But the that super go into creatine their... they were using was just completely bullshit. There was nothing in it. So it was just a fake creatine mix. Yeah, it was it just was like, a... oh yeah, it's and like vitamin look, C. Uh, yeah, if you if you look on Bang Energy, uh, Bang Energy drink, if you look on it, the biggest thing on it, right at the front and center. It says right there, super creatine, and it's not on it. So it's completely false advertising. So they have to pull all of these oh. off shelves now. It's but like look at... making a drink that says fruit punch, and it's not fruit punch. Yeah. 
but look at how he dresses. He dresses like a literal super oh my villain. God. He's got the gold chain with diamond plated of the Bang Energy logo <laughs> around oh his fucking God. neck. And then look at this suit, dude. <laughs> super create the never. I don't even need to hear him, dude. This is okay for everybody who can't see. He looks like he's wearing an overpriced Joker suit with like uh, bandana markings on it. Like, you know how bandanas have those swirls and stuff. It has a mix of like cheetah uh, uh, bandana swirls. It's this really off putting royal blue mixed with a shirt underneath that makes him look like a, a Cuban mob boss from Colombia. <laughs> And then he has a gangster necklace, big gold gangster necklace with a diamond with with diamonds decorating a plate of the uh, Bang logo around his neck. <laughs> and he looks absolutely terrible. He looks like a discount, like um, he looks like a discount Brazilian Anthony Cuomo. <laughs> he's he's a literal supervillain. Oh my god, dude. He... <laughs> hope that's the best description you all enjoy <laughs> oh man well so yeah i guess there's been a lot that's been happening this week there's been a lot of a lot of shit that's been going down uh man but yeah it's yeah. sad to see that the rocksteady the lead developers like directors behind the god or the arkham games was are gone because I, I I really like playing those games. I wanna I'm gonna replay them here soon and on PC and yeah, I I mean sad. Sad to see. Are they gonna do a new um not Rock City, are they gonna do a new Lord of the Rings game? Um No, everything continues to be cancelled. Uh I don't know if they're gonna do another Middle Earth game. I am hoping that they do, but they kinda wrapped that up nicely. I don't know if they're going to do anything Lord of the Rings now because Rings of Power kind of screwed it up. I, you know what? I was actually thinking of something. Call me crazy because we were talking about video games and narratives and cinematics. Imagine this. You know how in God of War you go from like the cinematics to the gameplay and it's all very smooth. Imagine if they did a similar Avengers Endgame game where like you're playing as thor wielding mjolnir fighting thanos in like a boss battle then the scene of everybody shows up and you're running on a battlefield like you would like in like a dynasty warriors game with like all the superheroes I was say, fighting I just, opposite I just want side. a game where i can just pick any superhero and just go fucking berserk on on like a bunch of enemies that would be fucking sick okay well there is one it's called well, uh, the, avengers. that avengers assemble it, that game, there's no way that game was like that, though. I heard so much shit reviews about that game. You pick you pick a hero, and then you do missions with it, and you beat shit up, yeah. But, yeah, I want... it. Thanks to Unreal Engine 5, by the way, for that. That that technology that Unreal Engine 5 created with the uh, the cinematic lighting to... Um, it, it's, a, it's the... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. But it's basically this volumetric um, animation thing where basically the animation can blend, like the, the animation quality can blend into the game quality like super smoothly. And um, a lot of new, a lot of new game engines have been following it. Unreal Engine 5 is phenomenal. 
I I was scared when they were creating a new Unreal Engine because I was like, oh, they're just Epic Games is going to make a brand new engine that's going to be dog shit, you know. But no, it it is it is phenomenal. It's actually dude. When I saw that reveal trailer showing off the Unreal Engine five for the first time, where they had that that room with all the soldiers and the lighting, the the stone statues and all the lighting, and then that chick doing some magic and flying, I'm like I had an orgasm, dude. And the new um the new uh Harry Potter game that open world uh. The, the it's set in the harry potter universe it's not a harry potter game. hogwarts legacy yeah hogwarts legacy i'm getting that i'm getting that game too that looks fucking epic uh, i there and there's also leaks right now of an open world star wars game where you can travel to a bunch of different planets and you have it's gonna be like fallen eclipse. order but is that what it's called i believe it's called eclipse yeah it looks yeah that looks really good too I, I said, though, the problem I said with that is I said, I don't think that's ever going to exist. And if it does get fully done, it's going to probably be dog shit for the first like year it exists because that, that type of project is massive. But no, I'm I'm excited. There's a lot of new things coming out next year. A lot of good games, a lot of good um, movies, too. 2023 has some of the best movie lineups I think we've seen in so far in the 2020s. Well, yeah. I can't wait to see them. Oppenheimer for sure. Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be fun, nevertheless, if it's bad or good. Um, John Wick Chapter 4. We have, yeah, it's it's going to be Sh- Shazam 2. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. So, Raven, what do you think? You think we should end it? Early episode? I, I was told by a good friend of mine, a.k.a. my boss, that... Um, when he was listening to the podcast, the one problem he had was that it was too long. So, do you think oh. we should shorten the episodes? I mean, <laughs> I haven't had a problem with Joe Rogan's episodes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that I mean... four-hour Alex Jones <laughs> one was fucking amazing. <laughs> Dude, it, H3, uh, back in the day, H3H3, when his podcast was not bad, like where it's not this garbage that it is now, mm-hmm. back in the day when it was like actually good it was those like three and a half hour long podcasts. Those were great. I I yeah. miss I miss the old H three H three. Do you think I should become this podcast, Alex Jones? I mean, I don't know, man. That I can I mean, see that going both ways. Oh come on! As long as long as I'm not going too far, it should be fine. I mean. Isn't it believable though that you know astronauts take DMT in the you know bottom of San Francisco to commute with aliens? <laughs> Have you ever done DMT? No. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Okay, Joe Rogan. Dude. All right. Yeah, we can we can end it early. I'm okay. fine. Okay. The DMT Next experience. week, though, we're discussing God of War Ragnarok. When you, when it's fully finished. I might even play the game. Yeah. <laughs> so that says much. Um, yeah. The only yeah. thing I could tell you, though, Jay, is there's going to be two hours. Or at least I know the gameplay I'm watching, it showed it in two hours. But the person shows a lot of their gameplay. So... It might be two hours for you. It might be longer. There's going to be at least a minimum of a three-hour segment that you are going to be just absolutely fucking frustrated. Like, I never felt this way before, but, like, I 
you're going to be fucking frustrated and then it'll pick up and you're just like god damn if only you could just fast forward through those three hours okay all right well yeah we'll get to that next week all right well thank you guys for watching um hope you guys enjoyed uh it it seemed oh wait i gotta say something what i'm sorry i forgot i totally forgot so um just a news update to everyone because I was given permission to do this. At work, I played Cupid. I saw two of my work co-workers who were like obviously giving each other lovey-dovey eyes and they hang out all the time, all the time, all the fucking time. It's annoying. And uh, they didn't know how to tell each other how they felt because like they, you know, suck at communicating. And uh, well, my friend who's a guy, his name's Logan. I'm going to call him out by name. Logan, he was completely in love with one of the co-workers all he could think about but he didn't know how to tell her so i actually started uh, manipulating things at work to put them constantly together and um like spark the relationship and get it going and to and and this week because of me uh being me uh he finally told her how he felt and now logan and ashley are dating congratulations to this couple Okay, now I, that there, now I'm done. I just needed to say that. There you go. Atta buddy. Well, I think that's a good time to end it. We're ending it on a good note. So thank you guys for watching, as always. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for Bye. lending us your ears.